Hello. Hi, how's it going? Oh, sorry. I was just, again, I was blasting this Lena Dunham's boyfriend song. Uh, can, you, <laughs> can you, can you, is that the name of the band, by the way? It's, they should just be called Lena Dunham's boyfriend, I think. <laughs> I don't can, know what band this is. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe I just made up that it's Lena. Maybe I just assumed that he's dating Lena Dunham because of the vibe. I don't know. It's, um, he's got glasses. I don't know. It's really catchy, but in kind of like, an embarrassing pop alty way. I don't mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, wait, can I chose the video thing? Oh, Is you that... can turn video off. That's fine. You don't want to see me in the garish light of day with these old headphones on. How do I turn it off? Uh, uh, just, just click the camera button. There great, you great, go. Great, great. Now I can get back in my kimono. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Merit. Nice to meet you. I'm. You, uh, I'm you Chris. too. Yeah. Hello, Chris. Hi. Um, and you're in California right now. Is that right? Oh no no! I'm in a I'm actually in a safe house in Massachusetts because I oh, um no. I just I was it was my it's actually just my family house I don't know why I called it a safe house <laughs> um it's, um I was just in Montreal and now I'm about to um I'm throwing a bachelorette party for my sister so I'm uh, I'm back in Massachusetts for the week oh wow oh yeah how is that because oh. I know you've spoken a little bit about that. Um, in some of your videos <laughs> and um, I know a few people I've been to Boston once and um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's, what's that's your That's a take? good sound that's a good that's a good yeah. sound oh I mean it's um, uh, I mean it's it you know it's very 2004 um, mm. in uh, it's the worst parts of 2004 um, and it's, uh, it's no, it's no place to grow. I'll, t- I'll tell you that it's, um, it's not really, it's, I mean, I, I'm, when I say Massachusetts, I'm actually in like a really rural spot, um, which I, I find it's where I grew up. So I'm, I'm like, I can't really handle cities anyway. I'm like one of those Falcons that you need to put a, um, like a, when it's not hunting, you need to put a hood on it. So mm-hmm. it doesn't freak out when you, when that's when I'm like in a city, I need to, I can't see all that stuff where I flip out. Like you're in New York city, right? I am. Yeah. 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 Like I, I only have about 24 hours in New York before I <laughs> have a full on meltdown and just hit them, hit the margaritas, you know? Right. And, um, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's good here. I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's, um, <clears throat> like I said, it's, it's not, I mean, they, they just play, uh, it's nice to hear Matchbox 20 acoustics oh, on God. the radio. Yeah. It's nice to get back to that. Top, um, top five Matchbox 20 tracks. Um, uh, you, oh, you or me, you go uh, first. We'll, we'll collaborate on this. Did they do oh, Superman? Okay. No, that was we, the Kryptonite. That was someone else. That was three doors down. That was three doors uh, down. You're thinking because three a.m. Uh, is one of their uh, one of their mm, hits. Yeah, that's my. That may be the confusion. Okay, um, yeah. Could we do top seventy Matchbox oh, twenty secrets? Please. Could we do? Can we? Can we actually do top uh, top seven hundred? That's the rest of this podcast. Is just, <laughs> <laughs> we're listing their entire discography. <laughs> yeah, that would be something that that they would play. For prisoners of war, just oh two God. people listing their top seven hundred favorite Matchbox Twenty hits over Skype. I think yeah, that would be yeah, yeah. I um, mean, it's definitely got to be three a.m. Um, if you're gone, um, uh, I believe one song uh, is just called "I Am Rob Thomas," um, <laughs> and then 
Another one's actually no, called. No, not that I'm one. Sti- the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other one's called um, "I'm Still Rob Thomas." Mm. That's another good one. And um, I can't think of any more. Uh, that's all of them, actually. I think, um, of course. Um, well, that wasn't Matchbox Twenty. I was going to say Smooth. Um, if you go actually to Rob Thomas's Wikipedia page um, under yeah. biography, there's like. 72 to 92, early life, 93 to 95, formation of Matchbox 20, and then 1999, in quotes, smooth. <laughs> that's the only thing he did that year. Although I guess it was a big year for him. Oh, I mean, that was big. That's, that's all you need for a life if you Right, race. yeah, that's a good bah, life. Bah, 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 I mean, life I, well lived. I was in this, um, I tried to text smooth by uh, Rob Thomas featuring Santana, but autocorrect said featuring Samantha. And so... <laughs> So I, I just kept it like it was like featuring Samantha from Sex in the City. So mm-hmm. it's like so I was imagining it's like this jazz trio. You got you got like Samantha on the one on like the pots and pans. You got uh, Miranda on like the marimba and you got Charlotte's bald husband on like on like the clarinet. And it's that's the UTI three right there. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh uh-huh now are you gonna be playing any of this at this bachelorette party oh oh uh yeah i mean there's definitely um there's if i could get my my filthy paws on a uh on a on a smooth jazz version but uh with um you know featuring miranda on the marimba i would totally do that but right now the only song that i have in the playlist thus far is um this jazz cover of Skater Boy. Um, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm not I'm not in a good spot. I mean, I've been mm-hmm. I've been playing that and Lena Dunham's boyfriend song like on repeat, just kind of just kind of going through it. You oh, know? No. Yeah, oh no. Oh god. It's good. It's good. Now, is that something you've done before? Have you planned this kind of party before? Well, I, I threw an engagement party for her and for her uh, fiance, uh, fiance. And uh, it, there was a, um, I had a, it. It's like my family's kind of elegant and, and and proper, you know. And I and I'm like a Halloween decoration, so it's like a little. It's you know, the vibes kind of. Uh, uh, cl- class is a, is a, is a, isn't, is like a generous way to put it. Um, but it's, uh, like last for the engagement party, I hired this, uh, you know, remember those reptile birthday party companies? Oh, <laughs> I, I don't think I, so, okay, sorry. Birthday party for reptile. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That's, that's, that's a, um, that's a federal service. That's a government. Oh, uh, right. Of course. Pro- that's yeah. a government run mm-hmm, program mm-hmm, for, mm-hmm. which I, which I, I donate to every year. Now this is actually for people, for children. And they have, they, it's like these really, um, underqualified ponytailed guys that come in with reptiles mm-hmm. and they, um, they don't know very much about them. And like the reptiles are clearly like, covered in salmonella and stuff and they just parade around with these um with these reptiles and so i i had like this like wedding entrance idea for where, where i would like announce all of these special guests like give it up for the and our next guest you know the african bullfrog and everyone's like wearing these nice suits and then these then these people would come out with these frogs and horrible snakes and like and like this alligator i mean it was it was great um but since then, I haven't really thrown uh, any real parties, so I'm I'm trying to get back on the 
get back on the party planning horse. Mm, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Do you have any recommendations? God, I mean, you already hit the the reptiles and the the amphibians. Um, I mean, you were you were talking about the ponytail thing. I think that I think you do have to get one to become a herpetologist. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just recently learned uh, is from the Greek meaning to creep. So <laughs> pretty spot on. Pretty great. <laughs> to creep. <laughs> wow. 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 Wait, wait, wait. What? What is the, did you say Greek? What is the, uh, what is the Greek, thesis of that? The Greek herpain uh, wow. is uh, oh. the origin wow. of, of herpetology. You gotta leave, you gotta leave it to the Greeks to have a verb, to, to the verb to creep mm-hmm. already in their, in their, in their lexicon. I mean, that's, I mean, talk about seeing the future. <sighs> Wise people, although all dead now. So, um, oh, another thing I did, another thing I did yes. for actually, I threw a surprise party for my sister. Actually, oh. I guess I do this quite a bit, but I did <laughs> this thing where, um, it was I printed out everyone's face and I didn't really know like any of her coworkers. So, but like, so they were really horrified that I was able to get like these really glossy photos of their faces. And I made this giant wheel and it said, and it was the, it was the dance wheel and, um, and everyone's face was on it and I would spin the wheel and whoever's face it landed on would have to do a dance solo. And this really, my really like kind of like, he's, he's not, he's, he's kind of slow. He takes his time with stuff. He was in charge of, deciding when the dance was enough so these people it created this real climate of terror amongst <laughs> parties. and people people still like i guess they have real like it, it really rubbed people the wrong way <laughs> forced yeah forced performative dancing one at a time chosen <laughs> yeah. by the hand of fate <laughs> right right it's like something that you read that they would do in like russia or something to prove a point <laughs> <laughs> right, we're talking about like black ops, like torture sites, like God, right, right, God, right. it's dehumanizing. Yeah, it is. It is. Wow, yeah. this it's yeah. a cruel and unusual kind of party atmosphere you're cultivating. Yeah, 2015 was was kind of it was seeped in cruelty for me for some reason, but now mm. I'm now I feel much softer. So I'm trying to figure out how to, you know, how to do these things without. Without any kind of in, like uh, old timey intimidation techniques. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that seems good. That seems well. You're yeah, you're you're uh, you're going soft on us. Um, yeah, yeah, you know. it's time to yeah. I'm getting I'm getting soft. Yeah, I mean I'm in my fifties according to Wikipedia, <laughs> so I mean it's wow. time for me to yeah, it's time for me to get soft. <laughs> and, and, you know, so, too, yeah, it's so insulting about that is that. People are like, oh yeah, yeah, he's fifty. He looks, he looks okay. He looks pretty good for fifty. Not even like, no, 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 he's not fifty. Like, oh, he looks pretty good. good. (laughs) Now, has your Wikipedia page been the target of? Like, I say target. That sounds so ominous. Has has it just been like a site for just mass untruths and falsehoods in the past? Um. Well, you know, I didn't. I only recently got one. For a while, it was just the Ghost Hunter, which which created the confusion. There's a Ghost Hunter, Chris Fleming, Sorry. who's 53. Uh-huh. 
with with frosted tips and so um so for a long time no no i don't i, I don't know i don't really check it why is yours is yours a lot of oh my, mine said a few things that mine said i was born in a country that i wasn't um, oh okay yeah it's just yeah. it said i was a citizen of somewhere else like it's just people <laughs> just uh just glom onto things that they think they know and um yeah. And just run right. with them, which is is great. I want to find this ghost hunter now, but you've pushed him off the internet. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I had a, I had a, a team of um, private investigators get uh, bury bury everything um, because my <laughs> I did find it. Yeah, my God. dad's been following him on Twitter, thinking it's me for the past five years, and so my dad will call me in a panic, be like, "Chris, why are you why are you claiming to be doing a séance in West Virginia?" Like that kind of stuff. <laughs> Like that's not me. That's a that's the ghost hunter, Dad. That's he's he couldn't look less like me. So you're looking at him right now. He's like God, doing one of his. Speaking of 2004, his hair. Oh yeah. Oh my God. It's oh, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, I know. I know. It's very uh, Lance Bassy kind of. Yeah, it does have a Lance yeah. Bassy kind of vibe to it. Yeah, yeah, and he's definitely got those like um, really pencil thin eyebrows, mm. which I love. Yeah, that's very that. on trend for two thousand four. Well, and for speaking to spirits too, they don't want they don't want the bushy brow. They don't like the mm. they don't like the, they don't like the new Kardashian thing. They like they like the old timey Liza, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, speaking of hair, yeah, yeah. Can I ask you a hair question? I thought you'd never ask. Can yeah. I ask you your hair secrets? Um, you have beautiful hair. I'm sure you hear that all the time. Thank you, thank you. Um, well, I hear different. I hear different reviews, but thank really, you. oh yeah. Has anyone oh, like, criticized imagine... your hair? Oh my god! I mean, people seem to like it on the coasts. Um, Massachusetts people are not big fans of it. Um, people uh, think it's a. They think it's. Um, they think it's something's up. You know. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Well, well, but to answer your question, my hair secrets, um, I, I just use it. I'm uh, very flattered that you say that. Um, I use a, a just a sea salt spray. That's mm. all I use. Mm, and, classic, um, classic, yes. And I, and I walk around with it a lot of the time. And um, there are many times I go through TSA and I have to say farewell to it. I try to sneak it through a lot and they, um, they catch it a lot and I have to say bye-bye because... Mm. Yeah, because you can't do that. It's this big thing. You just get on Amazon Prime, and yes. it's because uh, my goal. Like I went to the hairdresser. My um, my I have this woman Pam who's incredible. And last the last um, instruction I, I I I asked for was I said I look like uh, I, right now I look like the big bad wolf. Make me little Red Riding Hood, and that was um, <laughs> and that's what she did. That's exactly well, what she did. Pam did a bang up job. Thank you. Thank you. And can I just well, also say, Pam, yeah. fantastic name for a hairstylist. Oh, 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 yeah. The, in my in my uh, opinion, the only name for a hairstylist. Mm, I just that's what I call them. <laughs> I'm looking for a new Pam. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she she's great. She's so great. Um, although right now, did you see me through the Skype camera? Because right now, it I just look like I do look like a deep sea creature right now. <laughs> It, I thought it looked good. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. Something about these headphones and uh, the, the humidity, it gets me. Oh, well, the humidity will get you every time, so. I've been, um, my big, uh, my big plan lately, 
speaking of the deep sea, you 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 make you can animate, right? Oh god, you, no. Oh, you can't. But no. you're a video. But you make video games, right? Oh no, I used to years ago, but I didn't really do the art. I did things that no one really quite understood what I was doing. But um, but I I, oh, left, yeah. I left an impact. You know, I really feel like I changed some people's lives. Um, oh, good, good. Yeah, you were in the yeah. gri- you were in the grid. I, so yeah, would, would... I would go into the matrix and yep. uh, do the Tron uh, light bike thing, and that's <laughs> yeah. what that was like. Um, I did <laughs> kill a few people doing that, yeah. but it was worth yeah. it, you know. Um, yeah, a couple construction workers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah. no, I can't do art. But you need art to make something to do with the deep sea. Um, well, kind of. It's it's more like I need like massive animatronics. Oh. Um, because I need to make, um, I want to make a fake planet earth for made up animals <laughs> and like, like one animal is just like this, like bushy kind of like rectangle that has these, like these horrible eyes. And it just has these two bikes under its armpits and it, and it just like, it evolved these bicycles mm-hmm. that just are under its armpit. And it just like, can only go in like <laughs> two directions, like forward and backwards. Like remember back in the day, there's like a caves episode where it was like, they, there was clearly they were clearly just making up the animals like there's like a white cube underwater and it's like that's clearly just you just made that up like you you're, you're just a cgi it's a cgi cube mm-hmm. there's like there's like one little tiny man that has all these strings and he lives under the sea like and i think like having a really genuine like really in-depth narrative voiceover i i feel like that's i really want to commit like the next x amount of months of my life to that project and i so i need a I need, I need a team of biologists and puppeteers. <laughs> right, yeah, just a small team of a few dozen people. Uh, just get that, we'll get that Hansen, the the Jim Hansen yeah, people on Yeah, it. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like Peggy Hansen or something. Yeah, yeah. The Hansons are, the Hansons uh, are getting angrier and yeah. angrier every generation. They get more and more pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about the guy who... Uh, who plays Kerr the Frog, like, getting oh, yeah. fired? Yeah, because he, he's too bitter. And, like, <laughs> like Jim Henson's, like, granddaughter or daughter or something was like, yeah, he hasn't been funny in years. Which, like, I, like, I, like buckled when I read that. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the most brutal thing. Like, I've never read a review that brutal. Like, that is so freaking tough. And I feel like they're always, the, the, like, the Henson family's always coming out of the, coming out of their house and, and talking smack about that kind of stuff now. They're pissed. They are. It's wild. It's who are they going to cast? It's. I don't know. I don't know. Who can? Who do you? Who do you cast as Kermit the Frog? Yeah, I think you might need to go like, like you know how Journey goes to like karaoke bars in Japan to to like cast their new <laughs> singers. You probably mm-hmm. just have to do that at this point. Yeah, you just kind of have to. Um, but yeah. I do love that quote um, where he just he says, according to like to Disney, he was like, I am now Kermit. And if you want the Muppets, you better make me happy because the Muppets are Kermit. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> incredible. The power. Whoa. Whoa. I can't imagine. Wow. So that clearly it clearly got to his head. Oh, yeah. No, he he was drunk with with power for sure. Like that's he was clearly making that statement behind a desk with a mountain of cocaine on it. (laughs) And then AK-47. Just making Kermit like (laughs) snort the cocaine. I am am Kermit. (laughs) 
Wow. <laughs> wow, that sounds it. like that's so that's such a Pacino move. Oh, yes. Absolutely. God. God <sighs> God damn. Yeah, so that's my plan really to um to make pl- I've been trying to uh make a plan to you ever like have like an idol that you your whole life is about you trying not an idol but like for some reason you're like oh I need to make a plan or like make myself um visible enough that I can finally talk to this person like it used to be Mandy Moore for me but mm. that was like that was in the beginning um now it's this guy Phil Tibbet who made Jabba the Hutt <laughs> That's really good <laughs> he made it like he he built a puppet Oh you bet he did Yeah yeah Oh I'm looking yeah. at him now I love this guy already Oh yeah no he's He's incredible. He lives in Berkeley. He's like this, I assume, just this, this filthy old socialist. Um, and he, I just I just really want to get involved. Um, but I'm so afraid because he um, he seems kind of cold. I've watched interviews with him and he's like, you know, he, he's just been working on this one movie by himself for like eight years. Um that like I don't know if he ever even plans on releasing. So I don't know. I'm just trying to make a plan. I'm trying to like learn how to seduce him. Yeah, I'm looking at some pictures. So there's recently. I mean, he has a very good look going on. But then also like there are photos oh, totally. of him working on Empire Strikes Back. Also a very good look. And apparently he <laughs> did a lot of LSD while he was working on that movie. Oh yeah. No, I was, uh, there's this big documentary about him and he talks about, I mean, his life was like debaucherous. Like he, I think he was inside Jabba the Hutt on, on like PCP or something, <laughs> something, <laughs> something insane. And, um, it, it worked. It seemed to work for him. Um, now I think he just gets kind of messed up on, on matcha, but <laughs> he gets, he gets screwed up on like, grapefruit oil but yeah yeah well you have to taper down when you get that old oh totally 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 i am if if i'm if i'm remembering correctly he's definitely got some kind of a strong ponytail right like he kind of looks he's got a little bit of a ben and like an angrier ben and jerry kind of vibe Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah 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 yes yeah do you have any do you have any people like that or you're just like just waiting in the oh god um I mean, Joanna Lemley. Let me Google that. Joanna Lemley. Okay. Um, Be ignorant. Um, she's like this. She was on um, a bunch of like British TV shows in like the 70s. Um, and then she was on Absolutely Fabulous. Um, oh, my God. I keep hearing about how I got to watch Absolutely Fabulous. You need, I'm I'm just going to add to that chorus if I can just be a voice in that for a second. <laughs> you need yeah, to watch it. And um yeah, actually in my uh that's going to be my my rack for this week when we we move on to that segment. So that's I guess a preview of that. Um Okay, good. But yeah, no, she's she's great. Um The the Joanna Lemley that comes up is a uh a senior at Oberlin College who sings Baby I Love You on Vimeo. <laughs> well, also yeah. her. So her, yeah, because, yeah, <laughs> she seems pretty obscure, and I thought that's who you were talking about. I was like, wow, you're really, you're really getting, if you're I really get, getting If I can just get through to one person, to this one yep. person specifically, then yep. I feel like I've done my job. Yeah, mine's, mine's a guy named Mark Vossi. He's just a, <laughs> he's just a, a beekeeper and in his late 60s and an all-around bad dude, but that's, that's my, 
that's my guy. That's who I want to really mean. He's from like Akron. Yeah. 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 That yeah. Guy. Yeah. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, how was Montreal? Because you were touring around a bunch recently and you said you just got back from there. Yeah. 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 I was, um, I was going all over the place, but Montreal was, it's for this comedy festival that used to mean a lot back in the nineties. Mm. And I, and, uh, I got in just in the nick of time for it to not really mean anything at all, but <laughs> it was, um, it's called just for laughs mm-hmm. and it's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, the Canadians live for it. I had, have you been to Montreal? I have, I'm Canadian actually. Oh, you're Canadian. Where, what part of Canada? I'm from Toronto. Oh my God. Yeah. I cannot wait to go to Toronto. It's something it's really a city no it's great it's great um, <laughs> but it's, yeah, no, i mean it's no montreal a Mont- montreal honestly seemed well crossing the border like one second you're in vermont and then as soon as you cross the border it's just it becomes it's just like <laughs> like as soon as you cross <laughs> and it seems it seems put on like it seems like they're role-playing as europe like it doesn't seem like oh sure yeah like they got an Amelie DVD and they're just like, oh yeah, we have to trade in our cars for Vespas and we talk like these. It doesn't seem, it just seems very whatever. But I had a really good time. Um, there was, oh, one, one day I didn't, I had to do an outdoor show. I did one oh, show no. that was great. I did a theater show, but then I had to do an outdoor show for like Canadian tourists who just wanted to see like Gerard Depardieu get his tie stuck in a car door. So they weren't really... <laughs> on board with my my wiccan propaganda so it was it was a bloodbath it was so bad i had to take my glasses off so i didn't have to see their faces um there were like kids with balloon animals um it was so bad the next day i was seriously like the next morning i it was you ever do something so bad where you need to just like you feel like you need to destroy the space like you need to dismantle i needed to Mm. dismantle the stage at 6 a.m like i was like i need (laughs) this can't i can't keep living my life knowing that this place still exists but then the theater show was just like oh i I felt great it was it was so the montreal audience was so great those were people that were aware of what i do and everything so they they come you know with certain expectations and whatever and uh it's also a closed tank environment so it's i mean just never i don't know if you never perform comedy outside no no never do anything outside is my rule (laughs) but especially never perform anything i've done the performing something on a stage that's just sort of in the middle of a street in an in an event and you just get walk-ons or people who are just walking past it's a terrible venue to do anything it's yeah and they they try to make sense of it they catch you like three quarters into a thought i mean it's like it is such a nightmare and people just thought that i was they, I think they just thought I was like an heir to a failing creperie trying to drum up business to save, to save Papa. You know, mm-hmm. it was so, they didn't recognize it as comedy. And it's like a tuba band playing right, oh, right across the street. I and mean, then it's, it was, um, it was a freaking death march. But aside from that, I, um, I love the, the donuts in Montreal were freaking sensational. That's all I really live for these days is donuts. Um, so that was incredible. Um, yeah, other than that bloodbath, I had a great time. And honestly, the bloodbath was so bad, it was kind of fun. You know, when things get so bad, they're good. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm kind of happy that I got to experience, you know, it really, it's a wake-up call that you're, sure. um, just just to remind you how fucked you are. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you just got to be like, oh, yeah, oh, right, right. I'm completely and utterly screwed. Like, I think that's, I think, I think that's good. Yeah, yeah. No, that can be useful once in a while. 
Totally, to reset the barriers. Because otherwise you can get a little too, like, strutting around. Like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got, oh, oh, I got, oh, I got 250 likes on that. I'm okay. You know, like, <laughs> right, I'm all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> by Yellow is just playing in your head constantly. Um, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, no, it was good. Touring was fun. It was, um, it was good. I, uh, I, I enjoyed it. And, and. I really liked Bef- Minneapolis was the best. I would have to say really? the best, of, the best of the cities. Yeah, yeah. Don't know why. Just was. It was Good magical. Donuts? Uh, no, I just mean for performing. Just, um, okay. I yeah, I actually didn't really hit the donuts there too much. Are you a donut consumer? I am. I am. Yeah. Although I haven't done much lately because um, I don't know. It is New York. There are donuts everywhere, but I don't really know where to get them. Are you a are you a Brooklyn person? I am. Yeah, yeah, right. I don't I don't think anybody lives right in New York City anymore. I don't um, think that's possible. Yeah, I mean, I think only people who got there, you know, in in the seventies or eighties. Um, but right. other than that, yeah, no. Right, right. Yeah, that's. I've had some sweet ass donuts in Brooklyn. Um, but again, I don't like eating donuts in the city. I like to go under a bridge away from everybody. Mm. You know, I don't. I like to be in the shadows when I'm eating those things yeah. and just like listening to commercials in my car. Ooh, the best. Yeah. 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 The dream. The dream. People think that's pretty fucked up when I tell them that sometimes I just get donuts and I just put the commer. I look for a commer. I seek out commercials in my car. Not even. Not even music. Just no, I don't commer- want to listen to music. I just want to listen. To- I mean, if you're. <laughs> If you're looking for it, I think that's totally normal. Like you just want the soothing, just monotony <laughs> of capitalism, just like sort of yeah. caressing you. Yeah, yeah, putting you in the cocoon. Yeah, 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 big time. No, nothing wrong with that. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna. I'm gonna change this. Um, I'm dripping with sweat because it's so freaking hot. <laughs> I'm taking off my jean shirt. Oh, yeah, I guess you can't see me, so I don't need to explain what I'm doing. <laughs> no, although now I, now I to... now our listeners can can visualize that. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't have to answer anybody about what I do physically. Okay. No, you could be doing literally anything, and we wouldn't know. What? Yeah. What if I asked you if it's okay for me to stop doing jazz squares right now? Imagine how bone chilling mm. that would be. <laughs> If I've been working for the money this whole time. God, God, I would be impressed that you'd done it so silently. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, can I make up a new segment right now? Um, oh, yeah. Called uh, Tell Me About Your Dog, where I ask you about your dog. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. Okay. Uh, she's, she's right here, sprawled out on the ground. Um, her. Well, what do you want to know about her? Uh. A vitals bio, um, <laughs> you know, likes and vitals dislikes. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's great. Her name's Lunch. Uh, Lunchy oh uh, is her name. Yeah, she's um, about seven or eight years old. When I first found her, uh, it was on the streets of Los Angeles. So <gasps> she was literally like covered in garbage. Had like oh, a no. banana peel atop her head and like soda candy rings and stuff. You know, like she was a real, you know. A real street dog. And um, then uh, we bathed her, and now she's glowing, you know, this white color. Uh, she's like a, a little a little fluffy Bichon. She's, she has a, uh, a pizza toy that she's obsessed with. Um, <laughs> she's obsessed with her pizza. 
Um, and uh, she just loves kicking it. And she travels with me like everywhere I go. So she's. Oh, my God. Did she come on tour with you? <laughs> no, she stayed in LA for the tour, but she came to Montreal and uh, screen, uh-huh. screened in the hotel the whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. So one time she went to, I was performing in Boston and she came and she was in our hotel and they took her uh, to jail, to dog jail in the hotel because she was screaming so loud and we had to bust her out of jail at like uh, midnight. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was bad, but oh, no. she's, um, she's great. She, um, she likes our neighbor's dog named Shrimp. She doesn't like our other neighbor's dog, uh, Orange and Ruby. She doesn't like those dogs. Um, that's uh, Those are her likes and dislikes right wow. there. So she's yep. like a literal rescue. Like you just found her just wandering the streets of Los Angeles. Yeah, she was literally eating a chicken bone. It was almost like a it was like a like a clip art of a stray dog. Like she was eating a, like a chicken bone in the street. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we I mean, we obviously like put up we, we, we were in Boyle Heights. So um, a lot of dogs kind of roamed the streets. But, um, you know, we put up signs and everything. And uh, our neighbor Chacho, who um, I don't know if you're familiar with Chacho's bus, um, but uh, it's a. Chacho bought a party bus a couple mm-hmm. years ago, and um, he now uh, is the sole proprietor of the company Chacho's Bus. Uh, I don't know if that means anything uh, to you guys, um, but uh, Chacho, uh, he helped us, but we couldn't find her. Any, we couldn't find any owner. So, um, yeah, here we are six years later, and she's the best. She's in, like, you know, all the videos, a lot of videos that I make and stuff. And, um, yeah, yeah, she's great. Do you have a dog? I don't. I wish I had a dog, but I don't think I'm responsible enough to have a dog. I'm sure you are. If you're responsible, I mean, you have like a producer setting up this call and everything <laughs> like that. The producer was saying stuff like um, throwing terms around that were so professional. I was like, I'd never, I'd never seen any any of those terms whipped at me over Skype before. I mean, you 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 seem legit. I think you could really do. <laughs> I really think. Yeah. yeah. No, she's like. Uh... Real profesh. I don't know if that's a transferable skill, but well, maybe. I mean, I have a cat, but that doesn't really require a lot of work. Right. Or right, responsibility. Right. She, all I have to do is get up in the morning and feed her or she will just like continue to harass me until I do. But that's it. <laughs> but it's. I think from my understanding, owning a cat, I feel like your brain needs to work so much harder to try and understand the relationships like the, mm-hmm. and like the dynamic and like the mental gymnastics, I think, that are involved. I mean, it's very straightforward when you own a dog. You, you know what, what they're feeling a lot of the time. But cats, I mean, it's like it's like a lot of psychological abuse, I think, that they that they do. <laughs> and like I think that I, I think if you can handle a cat, you can handle a dog. I really do believe that. Oh, well, thank you. Maybe I will. One day, I'm sure I will have a dog. Um, maybe, you know not, I, maybe not in New York, but. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you got to go to like Missoula, Montana or something. But for the, um, what I really believe in is I've been lately, I, I'm I'm in the process of trying to adopt a Neapolitan Mastiff, which is like uh, like a life ruining dog. Like I really, <laughs> I really think that if you do that kind of a thing every once in a while, then you'll like, like Van Morrison did that. Like he had like triplets or something in the eighties when he had like no money and it like made him write astral weeks. So I really think that if you force yourself, like, like this dog is 180 pounds that I'm thinking, and it's like by far the ugliest oh my dog, God. Like, like objectively hideous. Um, 
like, and he's 180 pounds. So it's like, if I, well, why not just rescue my dad, you might say. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I've been, for some reason, I, I had this app. It's actually, it's like Tinder, but for dog rescue. So you can swipe on all the dogs that are in your neighborhood. It's amazing. This is a big dog you're talking about. Oh, are you looking right now? I'm looking. It's a big dog. Uh, it's temperament. <laughs> oh, yeah. Temperament is stubborn, <laughs> obedient, fearless, trainable, protective, dominant. Um, <laughs> it's a, yeah, but I dominant. guess I guess I get that that sort of idea of doing something to push yourself into like over a plateau into the, a higher level because you just either have to or you will die. It, well, exactly. And and I think, uh, like, as a narcissist, like, when I first got lunchy, that's what made me first start, like, we started filming Gale that week after, because I was, like, walking around. I was like, God damn it, I need to make money so that I can start, you know, feeding this, you know, it, like, really puts you into gear. And I feel like, you know, if I get a Neapolitan Mastiff and put a captain's hat on that guy, I'm going to start doing stuff, you know, more. I'm going to start being pushed into the woods even more, you know. Absolutely. By the dog. So like physically, physically by the stubborn dog. Right. Yeah. So how can they be stubborn and obedient? Now, how can those be the back to back? That is a good question. I sort of glossed over that when I did read those. So, um, I don't know. That's like, that's like saying mean and nice back to back, you know, it doesn't, well, it it contains multitudes. I guess like all of us, Mm, I guess you're right. That's so true. That's so true. How did, how did you, uh, not to be too, um, in you know, in my own creases. But how did you um, find out about me? Because I am, uh, I'm very much on the, fr- I'm very much on the fringe. I'm a very much, I'm a fringe character. You're, oh well, that's that's an interesting self descriptor. But I found out about you through, I feel like a few years ago, someone shared the "I'm afraid to talk to men" video. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sure, was sure. sort of the first thing that I was like, yes. Yes, this is good. I like this. I want more of this in my life. Um, and then um, I thought that was going to ruin me when I made that. I was really? like, I was, I was like, how is anyone going to recognize that this is humor in any culture? <laughs> no, it it got such a positive reaction among a lot of people I know. Um, I it just expresses these the sort of like underlying anxieties that are just so common to so many people. Um, in I don't know I thought it was like extremely funny um and it helps then, me talk to men a lot more now I'm a lot really? more comfortable talking to men yeah after as soon as I did that like I went to the because it was about this family barbecue that I had to go to the next week uh-huh. or, and I went and I was like hi Steve like I I, I, <laughs> I was like what's up buddy like I it was like what's up bud you know like I, I just like it I didn't actually say what's up buddy I'll never say that but oh, sure. um, but yeah you know it, it was uh it helps. I mean, that's what all these things do. They always help me get over these um, <laughs> either fears or hangups or um, angers that I have or frustra- <laughs> frustration. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I, I think the uh, more recently, like a couple of months ago, the the Poly People video was like <laughs> oh, that yeah, was yeah. just like putting voice to something that. so many people i know just were just like this is like 100 percent accurate like how is this so spot on um yeah that was just like just incredible um 
if oh, I can thank discuss you. for oh, a second. Thank you. But, <laughs> oh, you, you absolutely can. Yeah, I'm putting in, I'm putting in my camelback. I'm putting these little compliments in my camelback, and I'm going to be slurping oh, perfect, them up for perfect. weeks. Yeah, just yep. save those up there. Um, yep. No, it's um, eerily, unnervingly accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I... Um, a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of dudes, a lot of polyamorous dudes were not happy about that. Um, <laughs> good, good. <laughs> I, I know, I know, to- totally. They were, um, they were quite pissed. But um, yeah, for the most part, it was. Uh, I haven't had too much blowback. I thought there would be more blowback, but um, yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. I, was, I mean, I was, I was happy with that. That's. I wonder now if they're like forum like polyamorous forums where people are like posting this and being like well this is just not this is not at all um (laughs) yeah and so funny like i don't know i i feel like it i i want to hope that people can tell the difference between something like that and then like just like an outright terrible like it (laughs) Like justifiably oh, poking fun at people versus like, I don't know. And I feel like if you can't laugh at yourself, then like, yeah, right, right, yeah. right. And, and also like, who the hell am I to be saying these things? I right. mean, there's, there's a lot of, it's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, and like, oh, one of the most hilarious things I read about it, like someone was like, how, like those characters, how dare he, uh, like those poly people are not ugly like like talking about and i was like wait i'm playing this character. Oh <laughs> that's, that's me like i'm not there's no there's no prosthetic <laughs> that's just me like wow. how dare you yeah so i mean there's a lot of i mean there's, there's a lot of stuff um but yeah yeah no i think um a lot of poly well first of all i'm also finding out a lot of like people from my past are like who i haven't talked to since like first grade messaged me like hey i haven't talked in a while but my poly group on facebook shared this and i was like wow i mean talk about if you i didn't realize how great it's like a marketing planet is because i mean talk <laughs> about talk about the reach that the poly group the poly community has i mean there's there's it's poly you know it, it, they share amongst each other and it keeps going and going and going because there's so much overlap so it's um yeah it's a good little marketing tool if you ever need to Hit, hit the masses, go to the polys. Did you Polyamory. did you see that click hole piece earlier in July? That was uh, it was called uh, experts warn that this polyamorous relationship could expand to cover all of Seattle by twenty twenty one. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. That was um, that's all. That's always one of my big fears. Like I, well, well not not that happening. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> I always fear for Seattle, but no, uh, one of my big fears is like, I'm glad I got my thing out before that happens, you know, cause like click hole is always about to just completely, you know, like there, there's always a or like reductress or something, you know, and I, I live in constant fear when I have an idea for something that people may, usually my idea is a little too messed up and a no culture seen as humor. So, uh, I'm usually safe, but then a lot of the time, like with that, I had to like, really put the pedal to the metal to get that out so it wasn't you know yeah. already already done you don't want to get comedy scooped no yeah. no you don't want to get the scoop mm, no one really it's not a pleasant feeling oh it's the worst when they scoop or you. If like or if you do something and then like two years later someone scoops you someone else does it and then that gets more popular and everyone sees your thing and they're like fuck you dude reverse scooped yeah yeah, yeah. 
the back scoop. The, oh, yeah. God. These all sound just like the worst moves. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the most vile, disgusting moves. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. some bad moves. Totally, <laughs> totally bad moves. Well, I don't recommend any of those moves, but um, I will recommend something in a segment that we're going to move into right now, which is called Get Wrecked. Get Wrecked. Uh, where we recommend things to our listeners, our beautiful, fragrant, luminous, uh, emollient listeners. Um, And those things, they can be anything. Um, They can be any number of things that are things and not just words that I'm saying to to stall for time while I think of a thing. They can be uh, (laughs) be media, they can be food, they can be a place, anything, a feeling, more than a feeling. Um, A type of moss. Any kind of moss you like. (laughs) Um, So I always leave it to the guest as to whether uh, they would like to go first or they would like me to go first i will uh i will receive the rec before i would like you to first wreck me and then i will recommend to you very good i will present you with this recommendation which i alluded to um expl- oh, yes, explicitly course. earlier uh it's <laughs> it's for a show called absolutely fabulous uh also yes. known as ab fab and um this is a an english sitcom uh, that was it started in the early '90s, um, and there were some like special episodes that came out um, a few years ago, and there was like a movie that came out, um, yeah, last year actually, yeah, right. And uh, this series is basically about these two friends in their like early 40s who are um, just a mess. They're just, they're just one of them. One of them sort of has like a fam, like sort of well had a family. She has a daughter, um, has these like two ex husbands. Is just trying to sort of like maintain this lifestyle of like being trendy and like health conscious <laughs> and everything, but is just like constantly like falling apart. Has a terrible relationship with her daughter, uh, and the other one is just like this kind of mysterious like like chain smoking drinking vodka out of the bottle glamorous <laughs> yeah. rack um who is just like perfect um and it's really just about them being like just falling apart in slow motion um <laughs> yeah, it's very yeah. very funny it is painful to watch in a way that like i don't actually <laughs> find most of these kinds of sitcoms to be like like crin- i can deal with cringe humor pretty well but like there is some stuff where like she's interacting with her daughter and is just being like so horrible to her um, yeah, but uh, yeah. it's very, very funny, and um, it's on Netflix. I recently discovered. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So I don't have to go on to like dailymotion.eat.eu. No, no. Yeah. yeah, I, you know, I will take this recommendation. I, I'm going to. I wrote it down here because some of um, some girls I know, uh, artists, keep. Oh, wait a sec. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. My phone is still ringing. I don't know if you heard that as loud as I did in my headphones, but it was like it was like an older person's phone at the post office, like how loud <laughs> it was. Um, but no, I've, I've, I've been recommended that by um, very reliable sources. And so mm. I will absolutely be tackling that. Lovely. Um, now, Merit, for my 
recommendation. Um, I, I think I've already recommended a couple things to you. Uh, the the Tinder app for dogs, uh, yes. dog rescue, dog rescue. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and um, donuts. Okay, but let me just let me let me think for a second here, because um, I'm I, I'm cross genre. Uh, organizing in my brain right now. Um, you know, God, I mean, it's always just on my mind and I don't know why. I mean, I, I just feel like it's the most important piece of culture that I've consumed for some reason or another, um, of media that I've consumed. Uh, and that, that is, uh, the book and the film, uh, the Shining. I just, I think that, I think it's just absolutely crucial and rewatching it and rereading it. I just, uh, I don't know why, but I just, I find it endlessly inspiring. I find it funny in a lot of really messed up ways. I feel it like, I, I just, I think that it just, you know, so much, so much stuff can sprout from that in my when i'm reading it or 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 viewing it that i just i think and also jack nicholson just chasing danny chasing his son in the maze just screaming daddy i think there's just few better few better moments in film than that so i i would have to recommend the shining okay well i'm gonna take that too because I am one of those people for whom The Shining is a cultural touchstone because I've, it's been referenced in every major piece of media made in the last uh, 40 years. Yep. Um, and I have never seen it or read the book. Oh, oh, oh my God. See, you know, I think I would totally recommend seeing it first and then reading the book okay. um, because because Stanley Kubrick left out so much shit in the movie that it makes zero sense in the best way. You're just like, why am I being shown this? And it's like, it's just chaos, but it's so beautiful and you can tell so much thought went into it. Oh my God. Um, Oh, you're in for, I think you're in for a real treat there. You know, I'm glad that this segment, um, when, when I first heard get wrecked, uh, it sounds, it sounds a lot more violent than what I was anticipating. (laughs) A lot less, it was sounds more violent than what I was. Yeah. Than what it actually is. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I just learned that there was a sequel to The Shining written like four years ago. <laughs> really? Yes. It's called Dr. Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Sleep. Did, did a random name generator make that? <laughs> God. I mean, I wow. don't know, Stephen King. Stephen? Oh, Stephen wrote it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that's. Wow. Well, Stephen also was maybe be, maybe he did this because he was rip shit about the movie. I mean, he. Oh yeah, like, I know. Like, Famously, was, uh, yeah, and and like um, Ken Kesey, I, I read recently was really pissed about Cuckoo's Nest too. I guess I guess Jack Nicholson keeps stomping on these novelists' uh, <laughs> vision of the protagonist. Yeah. Well, that's his prerogative. He's the oh, most totally. famous person in the world, so. I think yeah, he must be right. He's got to be, I think. You think he's more famous than Rosie O'Donnell? Oh. Mm, oh mm. Uh, he's the most famous well, man in the world. What about Barnum and Bailey? Uh, which one? Uh, Bailey. <laughs> uh, 
I don't even know what uh, Rudolph Rudolph Bailey. Um, no, I don't even know his first name. How can he be the most famous? Um, he's not. It's it's Jack. It's always been Jack. It's Jack. Did you did you you seem like somebody that might know about this story about the the lady who um, the dolphin researcher who uh, took things to an extreme and flooded her apartment and lived with a dolphin to try and. Um, trying to try and understand like communicate with it and they ended up um unfortunately they ended up having a bit of a sexual relationship okay sorry um how first of all how did we get here um second (laughs) you seem to be very very well versed in in esoteric facts and and to seem like someone that you seem like someone that might know more about that than i I had not heard of this at all until you just told me about it. So I feel like you've got the okay. upper hand in this in this situation. Um, was this recent? Well, you know, you know what the problem is. It's usually when I speak with like like intelligent, like well spoken people, and they and they seem and they seem like they know what they know. Like if they know that Stephen King was pissed about The Shining, then they usually also know about this. <laughs> they know about the dolphin story. Um, okay. This was recent, and the reason I'll tell you why we we not everyone is talking about this right now is that they completely botched the PR campaign for it. They made a movie about it, and it's called The Girl Who Talked to Dolphins, and that is <laughs> not the most notable part of the story by any means. It should be oh The Girl God. Who's 69 and Worse with Dolphins. <laughs> And that were the movie we would we would everyone slam would our have seen it. Shut. Everybody and yeah, it's just it was just a a huge PR miscalculation that buried the story. But um, yeah, yeah. If you, I mean, um, I'd be careful with the Google search words that you do. Um, but uh, yeah, it's um, um, I was talking uh to my friend Neela about this, who who then uh did a lot of research, um. I guess they uh, the, she's now married uh, to the photographer who took pictures of her with the dolphin and they deflooded the house. And now she lives there with him in the house where she and the dolphin once hooked up and dry humped and did everything even worse than that, way worse than that. And uh, they have kids there. And um, yeah, so that's where the story is right now. But uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry those, to bring that up at this hour. The dolphins were in the show Flipper. Were they? I'm just looking this up now. Yeah. Oh, they were. Oh, so she. Okay, I guess that's a little bit better. At least they were. They were. She hooked up with with a famous dolphin. <laughs> Does that make it better or worse? <laughs> it makes it. Um. You know, it's like. Oh, I hooked up with somebody famous. Oh, you did. <gasps> oh my god. Oh, oh, was it? Oh my, was it? Was it uh, John Cougar Mellencamp? Oh, was it? Was it Henry Winkler? No, it was Flipper. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, what, dude? Wait, what, dude? Yeah. Well, uh, what a note! What a note to end on. I think. Um, yeah. For this totally, episode. Totally. Um, but uh, I think that does. I, I should I should go on the record here and say I do not endorse her behavior whatsoever. Oh sure, yeah, no, that is that is important to state. Um, that... <laughs> just to go on the record, yeah. just just to yeah, just to clear that air uh, real quick, <laughs> yes. real quick. Yes. Um, yes. But 
I think that will, I think with that, that will do it for us on this week. Um, do you want to tell people where they can find you on the internet? Um, yeah, they can. I mean, I guess my YouTube thing is the best place. It's yeah. just if you search search my name, I guess you'll find me, uh, Chris Fleming. That's me, and I have a I have an embarrassing number of videos. Yeah, there's a lot. They're all good. Just like click a random one. Just go. Just just fire it yep. off. Um, yep. And then, yep. Um, do you have anything coming up? I mean, I guess you just got off tour, so you're probably not uh, not heading out anywhere anytime soon. I have a bachelorette party this Saturday, starting this Friday <laughs> at 8 p.m. in New Hampshire, and then ending Sunday morning. Great, perfect. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, people should go to that. Um, thank you so much for coming on. This was super fun. Oh, thank you, Merritt. I had a blast. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Well, um, I will talk to you later. And um, okay, yeah. yeah, have a good day. Yep. Okay, you too. Bye now. Bye. Secrets is hosted by Merrick Kay and produced and edited by me, Nick Bravo. Woodland Secrets is a part of Stay Mean, the world's only podcast network. We're entirely listener-supported. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a patron of Stay Mean at woodlandsecrets.co support. For as little as three bucks a month, you'll get access to a monthly newsletter and frequent bonus episodes of our shows. If you'd like to have a message read on the show, head to woodlandsecrets.co slash messages. You can help people find out about the show. Please mention us on Twitter. We're at Woodland Podcast and at Stay Mean Co. Or rate and review us in iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening.